everybody. We are back on schedule now for the State Champs Hangtime Michigan show. We don't even call this a podcast because it's way more than a podcast. It's a show. Oh, and, it's a uh, phenomenon. It's, that's right. <laughs> and uh, we've got, uh, of course, it's a way of life. video and everything. So, uh, you know, again, if you're listening, it's the audio version of this. Great. Uh, but again, you can go on our Facebook page, our website, and you can check out uh, us in studio. And then, of course, there's B-roll rolled in and graphics and all that stuff. So it's a show. Uh, anyway, Scott Bernstein, TJ Kelly here. I am Lauren Plant. We are ready to go for another episode. I want to thank our sponsors, Lawrence Tech, MHSAA, Hungry Howies, and B-Camp. Okay, so let's get to uh, some things that have happened here uh, this week. Again, we're dealing with uh, some postponements and some cancellations, especially uh, on Wednesday and stuff of that nature. Uh, but let's talk about last weekend quickly, and that is what took place at Grand Rapids Union High School Benton Harbor and Ypsilanti Lincoln. Hold up on. To the hype. Yeah, hold on. Uh, you know, of course, you're seeing some saying already game of the year. Uh, incredible matchup. 86 83, the final. Uh, and just after what I witnessed on Tuesday, that was basically 47 31. I would have loved to have seen a double up as far as points go. Uh, but uh, Imani Bates, 36 for Ypsilanti Lincoln in a losing effort. Scooby Johnson, 38 for. Uh, Benton Harbor in a winning effort. You were at the contest. Yes. We will have highlights on the show this week. In fact, all over our social media as well. Tell me about what the atmosphere was like and the game itself. Well, first of all, it was the Red Hawks Classic, uh, Grand Rapids Union. Brandon Guyton, the head coach at Grand Rapids Union, started five years ago. And I remember, you know, there were maybe like, maybe a little less than a thousand people uh, the first year, second year, a little bit more. This year, if you weren't there by the sec- end of the second game, um, chances are you weren't getting in uh, for the Benton Harbor Ipsy Lincoln game. I mean, it was, you know, it probably had 2,500 people there. Fire marshals shut it down. You know, new people actually had to wait, you know, for crowds to leave to get back in wow. uh, in the snow and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was a phenomenal game. I, I tell you this. Um, I've seen Imani Bates in, you know, over the summer, and I wanted to watch him really see how he progressed into the high school season, you know, as a freshman. And he started uh, off with uh, the bank. Yeah, yeah. Right at Eastern yeah. Michigan, right yes. out of the gate. Yeah, and he continues. You know, it, it's one of those things where you see, I want to see guys against, you know, really good players and stuff like that. And, you know, why, what better chance than watch them against Benton Harbor? Right. And this you was know, the you marquee the, matchup of yeah, all you got the class B. we've had so far this year. Yeah, you've no got doubt. the Class B champion, defending Class B champion, you know, versus kind of like the new kid on the block. Yeah. you got and, Mr. Basketball, yeah. most likely 2020, Next versus Mr. Yeah. Basketball 2022. Yeah, yeah, your lottery pick or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. number one draft pick. Right. Two, guys, two guys that very easily yeah. could be playing. Yeah. You know, in the show, yeah, in yeah. the NBA, in yep. five, six years. Yep. And right. Yeah, Carlos Johnson, he was Scooby Johnson. He was, he was great. Um, Imani Bates' length, his ability to score from the perimeter. Um, nobody's blocking his shot. He can get to the his basket. His athleticism. Yeah. He's, yeah, his athleticism. I like that he's – I like that he's – I'd like to say that he's wiry strong. Yeah. You know, hopefully, Rangy. you know, hopefully in five or six years we can laugh about ha ha wiry strong. Sure. You know, yeah. I'm not sure when he's going to get over. You know, to 210, 215 right. pounds. But I mean, yeah, he what what he brings to the table is is far superior to pretty much anybody else in the state of Michigan at six foot eight. His skill set is. I mean, I don't know. There are no, there are not very many guys that are better shooters than him. And Bates is a freshman. By Bates the way, is only if, a freshman. If you yeah. Number one player in the nation yep. in yes. the class of 2022. Yep. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I think we should give a little more credit to to Imani's surrounding cast. Yep. Um, because Jaylen obviously Fisher. he can't yep. do it on his own. This team again putting up 83 points against 
arguably top two, three best teams in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk a little bit about the supporting cast. I really like Jalen Fisher. Um, he's a point guard. I think he just got an offer from Siena Heights, uh, maybe on Monday or Tuesday, maybe it was after Tuesday's game. Um, just a, I mean, he just plays with a lot of confidence, plays within himself, um, wants to make the big shot. I mean, that was, I mean, he had the the, uh, the chance to make the game-tying shot, um, the th- game-tying three. Uh, didn't fall. Um, but Jesse Davis is doing a good job over at Ipsy Lincoln. Yeah. And I really like, and we've talked about it in the past, you know, when you have when you have underclassmen on the team, how much respect are they given by the juniors and seniors, the guys who have been there before? And that's one thing I think hats off to everybody, all the seniors and juniors I mean, on the Ipsy Lincoln team, knowing that, hey, Imani Bates, here are the keys to the Mustang. You know, you know, don't, don't, don't crack it. So, yeah, yeah. so it's one of those no, things where, where yeah. you know, that's that's uh, that. And the kids are buying right in, obviously. And yes, you know, yes. because it's undiable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Even if you went yeah. into with the attitude like I'm not going to let a freshman oh, yeah, no, no, come no, in no. here and take over the team, no, no. and then you get to practice yeah. and you, you see who that freshman yeah. is, exactly. you got to you got to defer yeah. it. All right, on Tuesday, I went and checked out Clarkston and North Farmington. This was uh, at the home of the Wolves. Not a great crowd. Greg Campion uh, was in attendance as. Uh, uh, he's got uh, the North Farmington Center, I know, yeah. uh, yep. committed. Yep. Yusuf Jihad. Yep, yep, who was really basically the only bright spot for the Raiders in this one. Uh, but, uh, you know, the the one we talk about big men, you know, the seven-footer Matt Nicholson. They just had no answer for him. Triple-double in this one, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 11 blocks. And uh, he was basically uh, handling everything uh, North Farmington had to do. Defensively, they shut him down so much that they would – they would basically sometimes have to take three minutes, it seemed like. Probably wasn't that long with the ball because they try to run a play and then Clarkson just shuts it down. So I, well, think, I think some of that was intentional, too. The way that the no-goes coach, yeah, especially against Clarkson, yeah. they want to slow it down. I, I agree. But, you know, it just seemed like there was just no room to do anything. And I think we're really seeing this Clarkson team where we have, I think, currently ranked third. Uh, right in Division One, uh, maybe even second. Yeah, they I, might, I they might have been Jesuit, and then I was you, telling your rankings just Ainsworth. came out. I was yep. telling everyone. Yep. I'll, uh, I'll look right now. At the start of the year, even after you know the, the hot, the hot. Uh, you know, yeah, the we got them third. Well, third. Yeah, yeah we got right, them. They're on a fourteen-game winning streak. You know, when that winning streak was hitting six or seven, I was telling everyone. You know, th- this this is a team that's ex- that is what was reaching my. I told everyone in the summer this is a team that's going to win seventeen, eighteen yeah. games. Yeah. Then they lost those first two games of the yep. year. People had questions. Then yep. they started to roll off this winning streak. Yep. And I, even at the start of it, I told people, you know what? They're still probably a year away from yep. going to Breslin right. and winning a state title. Well, I'm, I'm going to walk that back. Yeah. And I'm going to say this team has every chance to win a state championship yeah. than any other team in Class A. And again, two, the fresh, only team two could, freshmen at the guard position uh, leading the they're way. Doing, they're doing poised, yep. calm, I've never cool, seen two collected. freshmen play like that together in a backcourt. I'm guessing that we would have to harken back to the 1980s with the Saginaw Buena Vista backcourt of Mark Macon and Sean Randolph, uh, who both started for all four years, won some state titles, right. went to Temple, played right. at a number one team in the country. I'm guessing that's the last time that you had two freshmen at, at this caliber. Yeah, and, we, this, and, and I was yeah. going to say, we had Raiders uh, honorable mentions uh, coming into the, the latest rankings. I know that... Um, uh, Todd Negosha just got his player that Eddie, Harrison transferred. Yep, Lenton available. So he was, you know, he didn't have them last. They only lost by two last time before. But where I really want to drive it is that defensively, they are now cohesively working so well that you're right. I think 
the game plan on both sides of the court is working just uh, as good North as North Farmington be. took a loss, too. They lost their starting small forward in Showron Graham. Right. He's out for the year with a separated shoulder. That hurts them. I mean, that was a guy that was probably their best uh, perimeter shooter. He was a, a, a freakish athlete that could get out in the break and, and go, you know, one hand over people with ease. Um, I know, I know Eddie Lenton's going to kind of step in for that and play that role that, that Showron played. But, you know, it'd be a lot better if you had both of them instead of just one of them. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, and also going back to Clarkson real quick. Yeah, quick. Clarkson plays Flint Carmen Ainsworth on February 12th, and that's Big game. the current number two division yeah. two in Carmen Ainsworth versus the current number three All right. in Clarkson. And the game is at Carmen Ainsworth. They'll probably have to play each other again in the playoffs. All right. Um, but we'll see how that and that That's out, great. And out. the last thing I'll say is that Nicholson had the triple-double uh, against North Farmington with the 14-12-10. And then I saw him the game before that against West Bloomfield, and he had a near triple-double. Yeah. He had 12, uh, 12 points, 14 rebounds, and 8 blocks. He's so that could have been two, he's a could have been two straight yeah, triple-doubles. Yeah, yeah. He's a beast. Well, he's there the, the, yeah. is no question. They're running through him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's uh, a great passer. He's a great, he's a great, he's a great passer for a big guy. All right. Let's move on. Sterling Heights Stevenson beats Roseville. Roseville had a chance to uh, Tip of the hat. clinch the MAC Mark, title. Mark, Mark Lacombe does a good job. 54 45, hold him to 45. Roseville was high flying. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, tip of the cap here. The uh, the MAC is not decided as of yet. Right. Um, yeah, I know that they've got some playoffs that start. Um, what is it Friday? It's I coming, think. yeah. Um, you know, hey, we'll, we'll find out what's going to happen. I think that, you know, you've got Sterling Heights Stevenson, you've got Roseville, Dakota's. Kind of like I'm not sure if they're going to want to win in it just because of the absence of Ryan Rollins. Um, and then you've also got New Haven, so Roseville versus New Haven and Roseville versus Sterling Heights Stevenson. There's plenty of revenge games um, that that are that can be involved there. But right. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, quickly, um, we'll talk about uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's here as we wrap it quickly here on around the state. Uh, they take down Detroit Country Day on Tuesday, 46-43. I was at that game. Yeah, and, then yeah. TJ, and then TJ was at the last night's loss to, same, uh, to Jesuit. Right, exactly. So uh, we're, we're starting to see, um, you know, that uh, the, the tough games down the stretch here. Uh, obviously now with cancellations and stuff, I mean, I, I know that Negotian was saying they've got eight games in ten days. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's going to be like that for teams. Uh, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, think, your assessment where Mary's we're at right is, now. I think they're still a year away. Okay. I, I thought at the beginning of the year that this is a team that could be borderline great, a team that could push Jesuit. Uh, in in the in the race for the Catholic League, but that hasn't happened. Um, but they're positioned to have a very special year next year. Now this season, I think they can still win a district. They could still go to a regional final. They would probably run into Clarkson again, who who bumped them out last year in the regional final. But you know, anytime you got a player like Bo the Show, uh, Lauren Bowman, the Wisconsin commit, um, just you know, a straight gunner. Uh, of a combo guard for St. Mary's, and you got a point guard like the freshman uh, Cream Rozier. You're going to give your chance. You get to give yourself a chance to win ball games. They got a nice freshman class. Jason uh, Jason Drake. Um, and big DC. Yeah. Uh, the Corland Temple. DC the Temple. Temple. Um, and they got a they got a, a good front court. Uh, a, a pair of no no nasties, Matt Nowicki and Peter Nowoki. Um, they're the type of guys that uh, you come into the you come into the paint. They're going to say no, no. Well, Nowicki didn't play last night. We oh, didn't. No, he's a so, preferred walk on commit yeah, Northwood. To, to Northwood. Yep. Nowoki is a Division One recruit. Got an offer from Oakland recently. He's only a sophomore. Yeah. So you know the future's bright, um, but I, I don't really see them making a lot of noise in the Catholic League tournament. Yeah. Um, but I think, and then they also they, play each other on Saturday too. So right. 
I kind of look at LA. Do I want to? Do I want to show my hand here, in knowing that we're going to play for more chips? You okay. know, on Saturdays. So, right. All right. Uh, so we'll talk more about the yeah, yeah. quarterfinals because that's coming up here. Let's get to the rankings. I got three points I want you to bring up since we didn't have a whole lot of movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mount Pleasant is now in at number ten in Division One. They beat Saginaw Arthur Hill in OT, fourteen and zero on the season. With some nice wins in there, um, they're beating the teams that they're supposed to. I think Grand Ledge was supposed to be. You know, that was an early season win for them. Um, they were supposed to be at the top of the CAC mm-hmm. Blue, I believe. Um, then they also had a great win over the Martin Luther King weekend um, over or, with beating Orchard Lake St. Mary's and then uh, just recently beat Saginaw Heritage. Dan Shell is doing a great job there, um, obviously being undefeated. They could win the CVL East or excuse me, the CVL Red or the northern northern part of that division probably since the first time that they went to the Breslin uh, with Jaleel Hogan a few years ago. Um, so we'll see how everything winds up, uh, you know, ironing out and they, they're another team that Mount Pleasant, Clarkston, you know, that can definitely yeah. be a, a matchup in the... Mason the Wojo. Yeah, Ma- Mason. Mason's One of the quickest down. trigger fingers in yeah, the state, kid like, man. Kid, kid, liked, kid likes to score, you know. Odell, Odell Beckham with the, you know, uh-huh. is, 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 you know taking, a, taking a little no- notice from uh, Bo or Bo Ricks or whatever. All right, so over in Division Three, you had a change at 10 there. Uh, Wyoming Potter's House Christian never has even entered heard, the never mix. Heard of them. Uh, yeah, they me, were they were division. They were class. They've been class D. Props to TJ for sniffing that out. I know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I've also had them in, ranked in in division four to start the year, and then I got a reminder that they were in division oh, okay. three. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but they're they're playing well. They're still playing a lot of division four teams. Uh, they just beat Howardsville um, with uh, Dylan Jurgens. With Dylan Jurgens, uh, they lost to Puama Westphalia. Um, who's the top three, not the top three or whatever in yeah. Division Three, top four? Yeah. Um, and then um, I also have them with another nice win um, against Tri Tri Unity, which you know will have another. They'll have a chance. You know, another as, Wyoming as, school. Yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. As long as Tri Unity is there, you know, right. they're, they're at one point a perennial um, Class D champion, or let's say right. this getting to the Breslin. Um, but I liked what they're doing. Um, you know, they're let's see what. Winds up, you know, unwrinkling, you know, as the season winds up going on. Um, I do think that they'll run into like the, you know, if they do want to making it to the quarterfinals, the Breslin, you know, I don't think that they're on the level of uh, Flint Beecher, uh, Pawama, Westphalia, um, even uh, Hanover Horton. Right. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see what's going on. But I do like that they have a great. That they're having a challenging schedule, schedule, yeah, right? You know, especially being that small of a school, and that's how you get in the rankings uh, yes, in indeed. Division Four. Pittsburgh, you have them up to number nine, and Camden Frontier has moved into number ten. Yeah, Camden Frontier lost a game, got bumped out. Um, there were a couple of losses last year, or excuse me, last week um, in Division Four, and so Camden Frontier, you know, they they were able to get back in. I think they lost to Battle Creek St. Philip, and Battle Creek St. Philip is one of those. I don't like they're so yo-yo because they'll play um, a, a team that they're not supposed to beat and then want to beat them, you know, and then they'll have a bad loss. And so, um, you know, I'd like to maybe talk about being Battle Creek St. Phillips later on, but I think okay. that they're a team in the and they could wind up doing some things in three weeks. Quick, uh, when quick Bernie fact: Yeah, Bernie played his first ever high school basketball game in the gym at Battle Creek St. Phillips. Really, as a freshman on the JV, I drove by. Yep. <laughs> Came up there for, uh, I think it was a tournament of some sort, the opening weekend of the season. 
Nice, nice. That's that's that's, that's the that's, only time I've ever been to Battle Creek. What kind of, what kind of uh, hair were you sporting? I had I had a, a nice, you, I had luscious locks, thick, coarse. Do you have hair. a put a bag over your head? You go to the, <laughs> the Kellogg's factory. Yeah, I remember, I, my, I remember back in the day, you got a big box of corn cornflakes and stuff like that. I, yeah, and it was it was some good stuff. So I actually sprinkled some sugar in there and of stuff course. like that. I used to get grief because make my I, own frosted I would, flakes. I, when I would pull my warm up. Uh, Top yeah. off. I'd always make it so it wouldn't touch my hair, right? Because I was so worried about right. my hair like, back then. Really? Right. It's kind of ironic now that there's nothing there to worry about. <laughs> yeah, interesting, interesting. All right, uh, that's it for the first segment. We're going to uh, come back and uh, talk about the grab bag this week. One topic, and we'll get to it right after this break. Stay with us. This is State Cha- State Champs, Hangtime, Michigan. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRazor.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. All right, welcome back to Hang Time, Michigan. Time now to dip into the grab bag. And what we have pulled out for you today is the defending boys basketball state champions and their chances of repeating. Bernie has done a blog on our website, statechampsnetwork.com. But we can get into it here and get into the weeds a little bit about the defending champs and their chances of doing it again. I titled the blog, Watching the Throne. Throwing out a little uh, reference to the to the to the Kanye uh, Jay Z album from a couple years ago, which is one of my favorites. Uh, Game of Thrones is coming out too, and then there's Game of Thrones, obviously. Uh, Jon Snow. Um, So Clarkson, I just said a couple minutes ago. You know, I I kind of have shifted gears, going from thinking that maybe they're a year away and they could definitely make a run into the regionals or quarters, but kind of pumping the brakes on going to Breslin and, and pulling the three-peat. Right. Well, now I'm changing courses and saying this team could very easily be at Breslin knocking on the door for the three-peat. There are a lot more, though, than just the, uh, uh, the freshman backcourt of, of Fletcher Lawyer and, and Keegan Wasilk. By the way, I saw Fletcher Lawyer yeah. uh, get uh, uh, just get nice, get into a zone last Friday night, hitting nine three-pointers, nine of 12 from beyond the arc for a career-high yeah. 32 points. Interesting. He wasn't even really asked to do that Yeah, he only had like three points. He only had three yeah. points the other night. Yeah. Nine threes. Nine threes on, on Friday. Right. Foster never I think Foster had nine in a game, but it wasn't his freshman year. All right, so he's got a block shot. Yeah. And he's got nine free throws. So you got, yeah. the, you got those two guys so you in the backcourt. You got that going on his brother. Right? You got, That's the Thanksgiving conversation. <laughs> you got beast mode in the middle in, in Matt Nicholson. But they also got some nice complimentary pieces. Jake Jensen, the quarterback from the right. football team oh, that yeah. went to Ford Field, yeah, mm-hmm. is playing really well. He Just is. hit double digits, I think, for the first time this year at 14 yep. against North Farmington. Yep. Uh, Desmond Mills Bradley, whose brother, Damon Mills Bradley, was the sixth man last year. He's come in, replaced his brother. He's the sixth man now. Gives him a lot of where's, energy. Where does the older one go to school? Goes to Lawrence Tech. Oh, yeah, all right, there we go. Uh, so, so what are the chances? Cole Donchez. What is are the chances? Shooter? Let's let's sh- let's put him in a any percentile. I, I would say Clarkson three to one. The state three, if I'm putting odds, I'm putting three to one. Uh, you know what? I look at you at the Jesuit. 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 Jesuit's hey. the only team that I see being a hurdle there. And I think that there's some other teams out there. Like I'm, not, I'm. Let's say this. I wouldn't throw it, even though I, I like. I think that Clarkson could beat King again. 
Um, right. Cast Tech, I think, brings a, maybe a little bit different dimension right. um, than, than Clarkson just because they can score uh, maybe a little bit more. Still got that battle against Carmen Ainsworth. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I think if you would be Jesuit and Clarkston were to play, um, I'd give the I'm, nod. I'm, to Je- I'd give this. the nod to Jesuit. I'm, but they they line up so well. I just don't think that they have the way that Daniel Friday played on Wednesday night. He looked healthy. Shake he was hitting and jumpers, bake, baby. I mean, he was. I mean, throwing alley reverse two handed alley oops down. Um, I mean, he was he was pretty much unstoppable. Right. And I just think that he's the the difference maker. Um, when it comes to you know if they were to if they were wound up uh, crossing paths, Division Two is a much harder challenge. Yes. Yeah, Ben Harbor, they're uh, sixteen and one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby Johnson, obviously, you know he he fits the Scooby. bill, the real yep. deal, Holyfield in every way. Oh yeah. Uh, but they've got a lot of other players. Justin Brown is a really nice forward. Chris Conway, mm-hmm. another guy to, to look out for. But they got a nice backcourt too um, that I want to shout out. Jamone Walker has been a pleasant surprise at the point. And then they got uh, Quindarius Davis and Kentrell Pullian, who do a good job. Kentrell of, played really well on Ke- Saturday. Kentrell can shoot the ball, yep, yep. Uh, a, a, a sweet stroke from beyond. And then uh, Quintarius Davis is is a slasher, a guy that gets to the rack and finish. Um, I really like what I've seen from him. But Justin Brown is is, is probably the real sleeper uh, in that group. Uh, he's got some Division Two offers. But he, he's a guy that's got a, a nice upside at the next but level. But the challenges will be Rouge. Yeah. Will be Williamson. Could be New Haven. You know those three right there uh, are what we Bridgeport. have at the top. Our and you, yeah, you know, you, I know I, I, you Serquavius Ball. You know, yeah. I, I and look, Grand Rapids Catholic Central yeah. still got there before yeah. it doesn't mean yeah, they can't. The Catholic Central and South Christian are probably going to have to play. Yeah, whoever wins that, they're probably going to wind up having to play Benton Harbor in the quarters. But I also like Williamston versus River Rouge in the quarters is probably going to happen. Yeah, um, Bridgeport's also got to play Alma. Then New, New Haven's path. They've got to. They're going to have to play Pontiac more than likely. They're right. probably going to have to play Chandler Park Academy, who is yep. underrated. Yep. A lot Andre of seniors. Bradford. Yep. Andre Bradford, Tylen Tate, yep. uh, Derek Bryant Jr., who you talk about poise as a point guard, somebody who, who's one of those guys where people are going to say, "Well, where'd this kid come from?" Yeah. Um. You yeah. know, I mean, he's five eight five nine, but when you yeah. can run the show and yeah, you can, they're unbeaten, and you they're can down. make those around you better. Then yeah. I think that Chandler Park, James Scott, the head coach, they're doing a great what job. What are the odds? What are the odds then for Ben Harbor? Yeah, to yeah. Really, I, let's uh, say that. I mean, it's I, I don't. And I, you could say at like eighty percent. It's, oh, it's okay. a percentile uh, with Ben Harbor. I'd, I'd say seventy five percent. I think it's more fifty fifty on them and Rouge. Okay. Um, I just like that there's so much yeah. that so many of these top teams from from Division Two. Or have been in there for a second and, and third they, year, and, and, and they're always meeting each and other. And these and it's Division like, Two teams yeah, can like make WrestleMania, a, but better. These Division Two teams can make a serious claim for being the best team in the state overall. I mean, River yeah. Rouge can make yeah. the claim of the best team in the state oh, overall. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so moving over to Division yeah. Three, Detroit Edison, yeah. uh, ten and four. Um, they're a team that uh, only brought back one starter, but in my opinion, is the most underrated Division One prospect probably in the Metro Detroit area. Brian Taylor, six 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 seven wing, who's playing. You know, when he's been healthy this year, has been you know a blockbuster talent. Um, but they also have uh, some nice guys in the shadows. Raynard Williams is a yep. big guard playing with some sugary sweetness on the perimeter right now. Uh, Kevin Millinder is only a freshman, but he's a really nice pace setter of a floor general. He's the type of guy that I can see really uh, doing damage in his high school career as we go forward. Um, and then some guys uh, that are uh, uh, in the front court, in the post, that are, that are playing real active and aggressive right now. Some rim protectors in uh, Bryce George and Thaddeus Powell. Well, I mean, yeah. just at and the Bryce t- George just transferred over from Marlette, okay. and he's six six. 
and 235 pounds. So you add them with the big okay. freshman that they yeah. have. That's that's a that's a pretty low, big load to start. No, that is top three in Division three right now: Beecher, Hanover, Horton, Pewamo, Westphalia. Yeah, yeah I'd say I I'd, I'd give I'd give yeah. the Edison the fifty fifty. Yeah, uh, and and. I, I just there's I, other teams cause, cause in Division Three I, I don't know yeah. Maple about getting. City, Glen Lake, I don't know about Glen getting Lake, through Beecher. Team. I don't. I don't know about them getting through Beecher. Yeah. And then if they re and they do rematch with Glen Lake yeah. in the finals, yeah. Glen Lake brings everyone back from that team that lost to them in the yeah, finals. Reese Hazelton has been one of the guys who's really stepped up this right. year. Drew Peterson, um, Reese, yep. uh, Reese Hazelton, Xander Okerlund. Do you think yep. Pershing might make a run? Pershing, Pershing's got a chance. I just think that let's say this: their path isn't the toughest. Right. Um. So if they wind up making it. I mean, there's really no. They, they, I mean, they don't have to play Depsa, um, but yeah, they can. They can wind up. They can wind up doing it. They, I mean, they've got some real young freshmen on. The, I met mean, some young freshmen, but yeah, they've got freshmen on their team. And how much they're ready uh, for the big stage, we'll have to. You know, a lot to say with where they're going. And they have a new head coach on Twig Hill. So. In uh, Division Four, you got Southwood Christian. Um, you know, that's that's a dynasty. Yep. Uh, they've won four of the last seven state championships. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, been to Breslin uh, six of the last eight or five of the last seven years. Uh, Josh Baker uh, did a really good job this year. This year they had to overcome some adversity. Sure. They lost two starters, two you know all state caliber players. Yeah, one, of them, one of them a Mister Basketball candidate. No doubt. Harlan Beverly went down to Mount Verity Academy in Florida. Caleb Hunter uh, transferred into the Catholic League at, at UD Jesuit. He was their point guard last year. Yep. So they had to uh, inject. The team with with some with some from, some fresh faces yep. and uh, some new firepower. Yep. They started the year two and five. You had yep. a lot of people kind of scratching their heads and wondering what this Southwood Christian team was. Right. But they've won uh, something like seven of eight. Their yep. only loss in the last month is to River Rouge. There's no shame in losing to River I mean, yeah, Rouge. Yeah, they're going to win their that that, that league again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going to win yeah. the league for the eighth straight year. I think. Will uh, they repeat? Uh, I think they'll go to Breslin. Um, not positive if they're going to repeat, but I, I, I'm confident they'll get to Breslin. Uh, Bubba Humphrey has been a, a, breath, a breath of fresh air as a junior on the wing. John Sanders has really come out of nowhere to become their leading scorer. He was a guy that was a role player last year, only saw spot minutes. This year he's averaging 20, one of the most explosive players going to the rack. He's a nice uh, uh, southpaw shooter as well. And then they got guys like Noah, Re- uh, uh, Noah Recker, uh, Ramon Stru- Scruggs, uh, Will Harahan, Scruggs, and Wrecker are both averaging 15 a night. And then they got Jimmy King's son, Malcolm King, who showed flashes. Uh, I think he had 20 uh, uh, a week or two ago, but sometimes he can be a little quiet. But he's only a sophomore. I expect him to get better. Well, as right the, now, as the tops in the state, you got the Killer Bees, Bellevue, and Brimley. Yeah, hey, uh, awesome, awesome schools. You know, uh, let's say this. Uh, I know I had a chance to talk with uh, um, Coach Mitchell, the AD at uh, Bellevue, a couple of days ago. And he was telling me that uh, Coach Costello is doing a great job. Um, his Coach Costello's point guard, I believe, Gino, um, is his son. Um, possibly play in college. Doesn't have any really anybody that's really stand out. More just a team that's really gelling together and sticking together with their seniors. Um, they do have some juniors on that team that are not too shabby. Um, Let me also say, right. if Southwood yeah. Christian just gets to Breslin Center yeah. and you're the yeah. defending champ and you yeah. have that culture, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a, yeah. it's a crapshoot. So what do you but 70, I also say seventy five percent for that. I say I give him seventy five percent. Yeah, I, I you know I think that let's say this: uh, what other teams are playing, and I'm not taking it against any way sure, the Bellevue's, course, the yeah. Athens, yeah, Trey Unity Christian. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from them. I just think that 
Southfield Christian is road tested. Yeah, there's they're, an they're aura. There. There's a legacy. They there. play a tough schedule there's on a- purpose. They play. They play at River Rouge on purpose. You know, and I mean, you know, and it's almost one of those things. Sometimes you talk to some coaches, and they're like, you know, we need games like this. And talking with, uh, excuse me, um, like coaches from Hanover Horton and stuff like that, they need to play tougher games because they can sometimes go out there and maybe get a little bit full of themselves. Uh, from just beating up on league competition, okay. where when you know, you're, and when you're so, playing yeah. South of Christian at Breslin, you're playing the dynasty. Sure, yeah, you're exactly. not just playing yep. that yeah, yeah, specific yeah. team. Yeah, it's an aura. Yeah. And that, and you're that, playing the name on the yeah. front. And, and right, that's, right, right. That's what, that makes for compelling yes, matchups. Right. Absolutely, and and it, it makes for a, a, yeah. a pretty uh, a, a, a tough task to overcome right. if you're an opposing team. Twelve Mile Lassa Road, the Mean Streets. Yeah, I mean, what four titles in the last six years? You yeah, know? so last seven, uh, seven years. Yeah, yep. now it's seven. So um, would have been, it would have been uh, if they five have and seven if they wouldn't have got up or not upset. But the buzzer beater from from North Central. Yeah, North Central had that three peat in there from. Uh, I'll even say this: if McCarty Evelyn doesn't leave, they go up to Division Three. I think that they were yeah. Class C at the time. They would have really kind of. They would have been a tough. They were up on Beecher in that game that they lost without Picard. All right, quickly, we're 30 minutes in, so let's do a quick lightning round on the weekend. Watch what we have coming up. Uh, I do want to shout out to this guy, Kyle Crittenden. He keeps writing me, and he wants us to come cover Harper Woods. He wanted us to come see Rouge. We couldn't make it happen this Friday. Uh, But Harper Woods is probably the one challenge that they have uh, in that division. With and. They, I talked to Lamonte Stone the other day, and yeah, they when they played at Rouge, they, they wound up losing by Harper Woods. Wound up losing by eight points or something yeah. like that. Now they've got to go to Harper Woods. Uh, it's going to be packed. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be packed. Arvis Young. They, I mean, Rouge is going to bring their band. And if you've been to Harper Woods, I mean, the thing. I mean, it's like a BB just bouncing off the walls there. As far as like oh, the sound, the decibel meter will be pretty high. But yeah, it's going to be pretty good. Curtis Jackson playing very well. Uh, Ken Thomas also for uh, Harper Woods. Catholic League quarterfinals at River uh, R- River View. Gabriel Richard Saturday. Any quick thoughts on? Uh... What's I'm some thinking of the that Jesuits going to yeah. pull off number seven okay. in a row. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. yeah, more more than likely, they just wrapped up their the Catholic League title last night. I think it was their yeah. sixth in a row, okay. seventh, um, seventh or seventh. And you in said a row. they're playing Orchard Lake again, and they play Orchard Lake again on on Saturday. Or yeah. they won no, they, they won yeah. seven regular season titles, yep. and now Sal- they're going for their seventh right, tournament right, title. Right, right, the right. one thirty game is De La Salle versus Loyola. Orchard Lake St. Mary's Divine Child at three, okay. and then four thirty you've got Catholic Central versus uh, Lutheran North and. If I'm looking at that, I'm probably going to say UAD, De La Salle, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, and then CC. Um, and not a thing, UAD and CC. CC's probably going to meet them in the finals. They've played yeah. them tough uh, both times. CC's a, CC's a sleeper team. And they got, in C- Division they got one. seniors. Okay. They got a you good know, front court. Right. As far as the state tournament goes as well. Right. Right, based on level of competition, yep. yeah. Lukomsky, Rukat, and uh, Downs, you know, it's as good of a three-headed monster. Yeah, the front Josiah, court, Josiah find, Smith yeah. also. Josiah Smith out, gives them didn't guard. Play, he didn't yeah. play in the, in the first matchup. In yep. The transfer. Right. Finally, PSL quarterfinals all day at King. Yeah, it's Saturday. Good thing that good thing that uh, I seventy five and heading south into Riverview and King aren't that far away. If anybody wants to go you know, back and go, forth, yeah, 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 go back and forth. But I really like what King did. And I think it was a weather thing last year. What the PSL did last year in moving to all the quarterfinal games to King for just that Saturday. Great vibes. You see great – I mean, people from coming from all over the city. You Excellent know, to, atmosphere. To, uh, great, yeah. great atmosphere. Yeah. Um, I know I got myself a nice big sandwich from one of those new restaurants on Jefferson. Right. Um, and then walked in and was able to munch on that till about <laughs> halftime of the second game. But, yeah. Uh, who, who are the favorites I, going in? Who you think is going to be city King, champs King, for walking King, away? King, King Cass and Renaissance. Who's going to win it? 
what I'm talking about. Who's hottest coming and, uh, in? Who's going to win? This, I this, picked King last champion. week. I'll go with yeah, King, the, yeah, even the, though they I wouldn't play be shocked. Semifinals are at Cass. Finals are at Cass, and those are on Tuesday and Friday um, of next week. So I think that's the 15th. And then the finals will be? Uh, at Callahan. At, no, 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 no. They're playing at Cass. They're playing at Cass. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so Cass has the home Cass has the home court. Cass on Friday night. This next Friday. Next next Friday night. Will be the finals? Yep, will be the finals. And then uh, the Catholic League finals are going to be at Callahan, and that's going to be on Saturday. So um, if you're looking to be busy uh, this Saturday and throughout next weekend, you know, you got plenty of championship games. And I also think February 15th is Friday at Cass, so it's not going to be at Callahan. Yep, and I I also think that MAC tournament's going on, and they're going to have their – their playoffs, and then you've got the KLAA and all and the that. LVC started. Uh, LVC yep. tournament starts as well. Okay, nice, right. nice, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. As always, good job. And uh, you'll see these guys again next week. Matt Mowry will be in next. We'll talk girls hoops on Hangtown. Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting BCAM.org because better coaching always matters. Welcome back to Hang Time. Matt Mowry, our digital editing manager here at StateChampsNetwork.com. And uh, he is on the girls' beat, does all the rankings, gets out to a great ton of games uh, all season long. Uh, just uh, really follow Matt. Uh, and you've actually, get, you know, you've got even your own special girls' basketball I Twitter do. Handle. I what do. Full court coverage. Okay. Full court coverage. Missing some vowels in there, but yeah, yeah. If, you, if you look for it, you'll, you'll find it. You'll on, find yeah. it. So, uh, and again, so yeah, and it's it's not like his face is on there or anything. So it's no. just it's just this is Matt's girl's beat. So uh, check it out. A lot of great stuff. I know I always go there and check out what's going on. So, um, be, speaking of what's going on, Midland Dow Saginaw Heritage got together again uh, last Friday night. Uh, again, I was not expecting Heritage to have a single defeat this season, right. let alone before. Uh, or let alone to Midland now, but you say this happens quite frequently if you follow it. Well, and we, we, if you were pegging a spot where you were going to think that they were maybe going to have an issue, right. it was against Dow, and Dow right. honestly gave them the closest game of their entire playoff run last year. I believe it was 15 points in, in, in the playoffs. Right. So you knew they had the ability, plus it was on Heritage's floor, and for whatever reason, in that you know kind of odd space circular gym that they have where there are no you know back walls right. no corners it's odd you'd think that would be hard for a visiting team coming in for some reason Dow owns that gym of late they've won I believe five in a row there they beat them twice two years ago on that floor and now they've beaten them again this year it's just for some reason they have no tro- no problem with that odd you know, space yeah. and they love shooting there. And Molly Davis went off. She had 29 points, and she was. If they hadn't kind of slowed it down in the second half and kind of tried to trade, you know, time for 
for for you taking time right. off the oh, clock. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. She probably could have easily right. been in the thirty five range, and it, it was it was a little unfortunate that halftime came when it did because she had just hit, I believe, three threes in a row in the first half and was just on fire, and mm. you knew that wasn't maybe going to last into the second half, but. That's a very. It, it's not one of those teams in Midland Dow where you. It, it's not a bus team. You don't look right. at them coming off the bus and go. Ooh. Got it. <laughs> now yeah. maybe when Molly Davis snaps somebody's ankles on a crossover right. is when you go. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just not not, a, not a physically imposing team necessarily. They're just so well schooled. They pass very well. They screen for their shooters, both Molly Davis and and Maisie Taylor, very yeah. well. They their assist to bucket ratio is always really high. It's just right. one of those teams that if the off is clicking the way it's supposed to be. Now, early on in the season, it was not when right. they when they played Paloma Westphalia and they shot in the twenty percent range right. because PW will lock you up defensively, right, 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 right. and that is the so far as the only loss. And was out at PW last night talking with Steve Eklund, their coach, and he said that the Kyle Tyson, the the Dow coach, after the win over Heritage, sent him a nice email saying, "Thank you for exposing some of our weaknesses that we've been working on since that loss in December right. and kind of trying to get better." And, yeah, yeah, and, that makes sense. Yeah, it's. It's one of those where Dow Dow is a contender. Well, I was just going to ask you, where, where, where are they now in the balance of power? They're they're in the top ten, and they were they were one of those teams that had just just been outside the top ten rankings wise, but they're a legitimate. I mean, it's going to be it's going to come down to probably them. Carmen Ainsworth and Heritage coming out of kind of that quadrant of the state, and they have as good a shot as anybody. Okay. All right, fantastic. Uh, on Tuesday, we had a, a camera crew at uh, Southfield A&T and Royal Oak. This was a good matchup that we were looking sure. forward to. 60-47, to 47, the final. Really feels like you got A&T second in the state, and they're playing like it. Well, now they're, they've moved up to number one. They replaced oh, you've got an, I was right, the I was one team in the state. Yep. Right, I was looking. Okay. Yep. Yep, and and they've been kind of that 2-3 most of the season. Their only loss is to Heritage, and it's one of those teams that is very – They've got all the right pieces. They're a team when they come off the bus. They're they're very impressive right. looking with you know six foot three Jasmine Worthy in the in the front court with alongside six foot Alexis Johnson and Shine McEvans who can jump out of the gym and yeah. had she just had a monster game. Yeah. Ant got in a little bit of foul trouble in the first half against Royal Oak. Both teams were in foul trouble. They had some of their their bigger players sitting on the bench, but McEvans just kind of took that game and put it on her shoulders. Had twenty three points, twenty two rebounds. She's just one of those kids. Actually broke her leg after her freshman year playing at A&T, and you would never know it the way that she moves athletically and how well she jumps. And she's also kind of the emotional leader of that team. And they, it was a one-point game with about midway through the second quarter, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden A&T they got a couple of three-pointers from Soleil Barnes, their transfer from the the the. Uh, Cleveland area that, right. that came in for her senior year and right. was headed to Toledo. Right. Got a couple of threes, and all of a sudden that run went six points, right. nine points, 15 points. Right. And it was really, it was a 15-0 run right there to finish off the first half, and that really was the difference in the game. Royal Oak hung with them the rest of the way in the second half and and kept it right about 12 points to 15 points. Yeah. But they just couldn't, they couldn't have, they couldn't string together enough stops. Yeah in a row to really make a dent in it. And, and yeah. so it was kind of that that 
separator in the OAA Red Race, really. Absolutely. And when I said number two, I meant Super 10. Yes, we've got him, Super 10. We've got yes. him two in the Super yep. 10, Edison number one. Uh, and speaking of Super 10, that is what we're going to talk about next. So we're going to take another quick timeout. And Dan Young from BCAM will be here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, our current Super 10 rankings, which you can find at statechampsnetwork.com right now and follow along. We'll be right back. So I got my start in officiating when a friend told me I should try it. At first, I just did basketball, and I got hooked. Before long, I added baseball, softball, football, and volleyball. I really enjoy giving back to the game, working with kids, and working with my local association to recruit and train new officials. I would like to say to anybody that officiating is a great way to help kids and stay connected to the game. We always need new officials. There's help wanted, just listen. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hang Time. Once again, Matt Mowry is still here. To my left is now Dan Young, who last week just rambled on and <laughs> on and on. But no, if, if you did not get a chance to talk about uh, the Reaching Higher event uh, he talked about and uh, some other things, he really went into detail. So uh, it's good listening if you go look back at last week's podcast. We call them shows. We don't really call these podcasts anymore because, look, they're shows. You're on TV. Yeah, we right. have graphics exactly. and video and everything yeah. that goes with it. So uh, what we're talking about today, and we haven't done it in a while, is so we want to talk about girls basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt does the rankings, statechampsnetwork.com. You can check them out right now. We want to talk Super 10. So these yeah. are the best teams in the state right now, regardless of division. Uh, and uh, this is kind of where we have them. So uh, I'm sure we've got the graphic on your screen, but I'll tell you quick. Detroit Edison 1, Southfield A&T 2, Wayne Memorial 3, East Lansing 4, Saginaw Heritage 5, DeWitt 6, Birmingham Marion 7, Pawama Westphalia 8, Adrian Lenaway Christian 9, and Grand Haven is 10. Lots of undefeated teams mm -hmm. in this particular group. Yeah. A lot of teams, or the rest, just with a single defeat. Uh, this is a very... Um, talented season, whether we felt some of these teams, and we were talking a little off camera, whether we felt um, you know, some of these teams were going to have anything like East Lansing left in the tank right. uh, because of what they lost last they year. three and they're, and they're, yeah. they're rolling along. Right, so. They have great depth. I mean, and I think what it tells you, too, about girls basketball and Southfield A&T, you definitely can include, now, you know, we're several years from the merger now, mm -hmm. but uh, what right. Lathrop was right. when Michelle was coaching them and what now is this mm -hmm. unification, uh, these programs, Edison, what Monique's doing with that, uh, you know, and obviously at Heritage, yep. do yep. it. I mean, we're, we're Marion, you know, yep. I mean, you know, here they are again. Right. Right. We're talking about them as one of the top 10 in the state. It just transcends generations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I uh, talked to uh, Bill McCullen from DeWitt and just had glowing about his team. Eight seniors, never had that many seniors uh, in his group, in his 23 years of coaching, they have lost five games in X amount of years, and four of them have been to East Lansing. Right. East Lansing. We were just talking, we were just about, talking about PW yeah. being and the so, same way. 60 so, games, um, they've lost five. I think I'm going to yep. get in the car and head up on February 18th yeah. uh, and check that out if I can get a ticket. Yeah, the right match. Because that yep. will be, uh, I guess it got snowed out or the weather um, pushed it out. But, yeah. Yep. Uh, what a rivalry they've got going. 
So Feb 18, so that would be a Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? Because 15th is Friday. So Monday, yep. Monday, Monday. Monday. Oh, so it's, yeah, they, they, they yep. snuck it into yeah. a, a, a week that already had games on Tuesday and Friday. Yeah. So Well, and they, uh, were, they were in separate divisions in the CAAC. And sure. now DeWitt is now in East Lansing's mm-hmm. division okay. because DeWitt kind of ran the regular season last year and then ran into East Lansing in the playoffs. And Districts, that was their lone, right. lone loss last year. And you kind of knew that they were going to be coming back and kind of have that, having that circled. Now, didn't go the way they wanted to the first time they, they met in the regular season. But it, you know, as you said, Bill's been around a long time, and he's going to have those kids ready and 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 kind of frothing at the mouth to uh, you got to get to get a little bit of uh, payback on if if they can. And Bill is our just so BCAM people know. Bill is our president elect. He will be the president of BCAM next school year. So it's a three-year term, president-elect, president, and then past president. So excited to have him on board. Uh, Great guy, outstanding coach. Um, It was neat to see his girls. He's got two girls that are going to play college basketball at Hillsdale, Sidney Mills and Maddie Peterson and then Aquinas. Mm -hmm. But then he's got uh, two other girls that are multi-sports or soccer and are going to do rowing. Rowing, yeah. And Annie McIntosh, who leads them in scoring. And is it Lily Lily or Lila? Lily? Stefan? Uh, she's going to go to Alma for soccer. So, mm-hmm. uh, and Isabella, Isabel Gilmore is their, their point guard. But having girls that are going to play sports, different sports in college, are, are fueling this team. They're very athletic. Right. It's it's really right. good to see. Well, and Annie McIntosh is one of those kids that you you turn around and you're like, oh, you're playing this sport too. I really? saw her at track That's season. So cool. Yeah, she's she's everywhere. That's really neat. She's she's ultra athletic, and for her to find a place as you know on that rowing team at Michigan State, I know over the years I've done stories on kids who are athletes in other sports that they kind of convert. They're willing to take some risks on kids if they're athletic and and put them on. You know, put them on the road. Competitive, bench. athletic yep. uh, right. young lady. That's great. Right. Edison is a Division Two team this year. Yes. So that is the one change that uh, is from years past. Uh, we did have an opportunity to see them early in the season, December yeah. games. I know I saw them twice. Of course, we had them at the Winter Jam uh, where they just uh, basically Rakia took care Jackson of business. looks like a, a WNBA player right, right now. now. Yep. Wow. Is yep. she amazing yes. uh and she's got some really good players around her she really does as well um yeah gabrielle elliott mm-hmm. and then the demaya hageman girl and then they have a freshman named ruby whitehorn yep mm-hmm. yep we've talked a about a couple of freshmen yeah, yeah uh, a couple of freshmen an entire freshman yeah. team actually right? that runs right. a schedule exactly uh, yeah. outside of their thing i mean it you know it is there any way that that edison's train is derailed it's hard to see a team in the state of Michigan. I know that I, I saw their one loss against Columbus Afrocentric, and when you've got a kid who's going to Tennessee and another one who's, you know, a little bit taller, who's probably going to be that same level, yeah. that's probably how you're going to have to beat it. And we just right. don't have another. You like team Williamston? Like that. And, yeah, you like what they do. And, and quite honestly, you know, you've got Freeland and Chandler Park yeah, there too. Uh, quite um, honestly, Division Two is a little more open this year, especially with with Country Day. That's right. kind of been the powerhouse yeah. in Division Two or Class B yeah. over the last sure yeah X amount of years. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They, they've they've fallen off a little bit. They're they're not quite the vintage team no. that they've been in the last. They still have talent, but right. Just not as deep. So yeah, Division yeah. Two is you almost don't even a little have more wide open. Yeah, I dropped them out of the top ten for the yeah. first time. Country Day um, out of the top ten in Division Two, and that's and they have they have three 
Division One level players right. that can still beat you. So they're still going to be one of those teams lying in the weeds, and right. and it's still going to be a good game when they yeah. play. We saw the first yeah. time they played. Edison. And you know, as a coach, that's kind of a good place to be. And sometimes, sometimes right before the playoffs, exactly. you know, we're not even in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even think you're going to be have <laughs> any kind of a run this year. Material. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah sure. absolutely. Um, I know another team that uh, again we we reference East Lansing. And uh, what they've been able to do. Um, and Just, where is yeah. this coming from this season, uh, considering he, what they've lost? He said he has three, uh, two th- juniors that are three year starting mm-hmm. players. Yep. Um, in Is it Aliyah Nye? Aliyah, yep. Aliyah yeah. Nye, yep. I'm sorry, and Sanaya Gregory. Gregory yep. And so, you know, those girls have a lot of experience, and winning creates confidence right. in the past to win sure. getting to the state championship sure. but losing three big time players including right. Miss Basketball you know they're, I mean, they're, they're, undefe- they're undefeated it's right. not like they you know they got to have stuff. a senior on their no. roster no and um, they've got lots of freshmen and sophomores that are making contributions so this is one of those teams that Sure. This is this is one of those teams where you're almost playing a little bit with house money because, like mm-hmm. you said, no seniors. You're not going to lose a exact big player quote this year from yeah. Rob Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I that's saw ex- Rob early in the season. Okay, that's maybe that's what he said. That's yeah. what he said to yeah. me. And, yeah. Uh, yep. But uh, it's it's he, he's really having fun. He says depth is his key. Yeah. They try to play yeah. fast, up tempo, turn you over. Uh, get lots of baskets. They've had a lot of big wins this year, and they're still undefeated. So yeah. um, that DeWitt game will be uh, exciting, be and then they could meet again game. at yeah. the end of the year as well. Yep. You've had an opportunity as we wrap this up to uh, see all, all, most of these teams, if not mm-hmm. all of them. Um, Division One obviously, is where we see the log jam. Sure. Uh, where do you think the state champion is going to come out of this year? Right now, we've got A&T 1. You've just seen them uh, right. recently. Wayne Memorial is still good. Uh, another team that lost a, a, a huge player, but again, youth right. rules the right. day. Uh, again, we just mentioned East, East Lansing. Lansing. Saginaw Heritage, yep. of course. Just a, you know, yep. Midland Dow able to beat them. But that could just be the motivation sure. they need to regroup sure. and say, hey, you know, it's not a given that we're well, going to win this. And then, of course, you know, we talked about DeWitt, and then you've got Marion, Carmen Ainsworth, Grand Haven, all there. As well. In no other division is there such a depth of teams because you can go into the honorable mention list and you can pull out a World Lake Western. Right, you can pull out this. a Heartland. Yeah. You can pull out a Brighton. Brighton. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okamas. Out, Detroit yeah. King. Okamas, who's got two yeah. D1 yeah. players. King, who King's, not yeah. King's not going lots anywhere. King's not going anywhere. Lots and lots yep. of good yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. So there, it's going to be one where – there's there's more parity now. Yes, there are still the the ultra you know best teams that we have here in the Super Ten, but there's more parity, and you could have somebody who you know comes from that honorable mention list and makes and a run. pioneer right. and makes a run through right. and and gets to the semis that you totally don't expect. Right, right. and that's, that's wood. the. Are, are, who's going to stay healthy? Exactly. Right. That's, that's Down the other stretch. And I'd say yeah. the health, just as we wrap, the health of the game in girls' basketball probably as good as it has been. Yeah. Yeah? yeah? I mean, the health of the game in general, the you know, girls' basketball oh, yes, in the yes, state. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm not yes. saying the team. I mean, the right. health of the game seems there like it's are, really aren't strong Aren't there a right lot now. of them? When you look at our Miss Basketball list, yeah. there's just right. a lot of, of high-level players. Mm-hmm. And... With Raki at the top, I mean, yeah. she's as high as it's 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 ever been. Yeah. Yeah. But look at the girls uh, below her in that yeah. lineup. And in the, any given year, yeah. they would all be running. And, and they the don't want it last year. Yeah. And, the, and the youth yep. movement is yep. incredible. Yeah, it's really, on the boys and the girls side. It's really yeah. good to see. It's really good to see um, that 
we've got a lot of teams. Right. Oh, quickly, I know that uh, we are really up against the BCAM registration deadline now, right? 15th yep. is your deadline, so we're if you at, want to make one last pitch. We're at 5,623 right now. Okay. We're a little, little down. Okay. We're about, um, uh, it's, it's, it's crunch time now. We're making a lot of calls, a lot of follow-up emails, just trying to get people to get their stuff in so they can be up for all the awards, college, high school, coaches, players. Everything. And even middle schools, right? Yeah, middle schools can be members, yeah. absolutely, Mem for sure. Yeah. And they get all our information uh, educational-wise, clinic-wise, uh, monthly newsletters, those okay. types of things. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. Thank we'll you. do it again next yeah, week. And remember, go to bcam.org to register. All right. One more segment to go. And Derek Blaylock has got some fan videos. That's going to be All right, everybody, welcome back. We are wrapping up hang time. Blaylock is in the building, and it is time for kind of our fan videos. Now, again, we want you guys to send these to us. Uh, these we went out and found. It's just kind of a cool thing to end the show with. What are we looking at this week? Yeah, so we got a couple good ones this week. The first one with the ice day, I think on Wednesday, yeah. the Stony Creek guys did a little, uh, they jumped on the national phenomenon of the hype dunk. Right. Um, so check it out here. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so we were at the girls' Southfield A&T game, but the guys also had a uh, buzzer-beating win to wow. beat Groves. Um, so this one is pretty hype as well, so right. check it out. You know, there's nothing like that feeling and that emotion. Then, then a, a, it's almost like an overtime goal in hockey or whatever, but to win at the buzzer. Especially with the fan behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Oh, they, they get hype out. as well, so yeah, yeah. it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, finally, we have the girls from Gross Point South. They uh, beat Ike 57-56 on a buzzer uh, beating, I think, three-pointer. So check it out. All right, so there you have it. So if you're in the stands, you catch a moment like you just saw, uh, send it to us. How do they do it? Uh, yeah, so if you guys go into uh, email or Twitter, you can email me at Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at yellowflagproductions.com. It should be right uh, below me. Uh, so Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at yellowflagproductions.com. Or tweet at us. Um, I think one of them was tweeted at us. So okay, um, yeah. All right, beautiful. Yeah, send the link. You know, if you put it up on YouTube, send the link. It'd be really easy for us to grab. So, all right, guys, that is another edition of Hang Time. We'll come at you next week. I know we're just getting ready now for we got league playoffs, and then of course we'll get into the postseason. So we will talk to you next. Week.